0: On April 26, 1998, John Piper preached a sermon on Romans 1, verse 1. It was sermon number one in a new series he called Romans, the greatest letter ever written. He announced to his church it would be, quote, a great 10 years in Romans, end quote, and people applauded that. He would go on to complete the book in 225 sermons in just eight years and eight months, finishing up on Christmas Eve 2006. This Roman series is now legend, but back in the early months of the series, the church had to be prepared to plunge into Romans one hundred eighteen to 3.20, a prolonged argument from Paul that diagnoses the world's sin problems and God's righteous, wrathful response to it. This section alone would require 22 of those sermons, and to prepare his congregation for such a heavy season ahead, Pastor John explained how hard texts about sin and wrath are vital for creating sages in a local church. Here's a clip of him explaining this from his August 30th, 1998 sermon titled, The Wrath of God Against Ungodliness and Unrighteousness. Here he is.
1: For a couple of years, I've been throwing out from time to time a goal that I have for the church in the word sage. I want us to be, through Sunday school, Wednesday night efforts, track one TBI, small groups, preaching, worship, I want us to become a church in which we nurture and cultivate sages, sagacious people That is, people who are wise, discerning, penetrating, people-loving, heart-knowing, God-exalting sages. I've put it like this. All of you 20, 30, 40-year-old people should think, and I'm thinking of women and men. I've said it especially to some of you women. Some women wonder, what is my, what's my vision for my life spiritually as I grow older? Single, say, or married. And here's one vision, here's one way to articulate to yourself why you're on planet earth. Think of becoming a 60 year old sage to which Hundreds of young women in their 20s and 30s and 40s will come streaming because you penetrate. You see things, you understand things, you grasp things, you know nature, you know God, you know the heart, you know sin, you know ugliness, you know beauty, you know wrath, you know holiness, you know mercy, you know things, you've been into the human heart and worked around there and understood it and untangled the sanctity and the sin of the human nature And people read all over you the aroma of wisdom. And I just think the only reason that doesn't happen more often than it does is that we don't pray toward it, think toward it, work toward it, read toward it, listen toward it, act toward it, relate toward it. We just coast. So, long after I'm off the scene, may some people in this room right now be remembering, remember 20, 30 years ago? When Pastor John Piper was here and he called us to be sages, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. The men and women in their 60s and 70s and 80s to whom people go because every time they go, there's a fountain of life. The lips of wisdom are a fountain of life. Who drinks at your life? You are meant to be that. You are on the earth to become that way. And so many of you have low views of what you're going to be when you're older. Stop having low views. The Bible is written to make you wise unto salvation and not just your own. All of which is simply to tell you that to linger in the presence of an authoritative Analysis of the human condition for some months is not an unhelpful thing to do if you want to produce sagacious, wise, penetrating, loving counselors to whom people go and get great help. Verse 18 of chapter 1, which begins this whole section on sin, is given as a support for the gospel. You see the word for or because at the beginning of verse 18. If you have an NIV, you don't see it because they dropped it. Shame on them. Don't know why they do that sort of thing. But if you have an NASV or RSV or King James or one of the more literal renderings, you will see the word for or because at the beginning of verse 18. And it is absolutely essential for understanding the flow of the apostolic argument the gospel is power because in it righteousness is revealed for you to have by faith It's God's not yours so that you can have peace in your conscience acceptance with God hope for everlasting life and you need that because The wrath of God is against your sin, mightily. Get the connection? Which means that if you understand wrath and you understand sin and and ungodliness and unrighteousness, you will desperately
0: look for the gospel.
1: You will want a shield from that wrath more than you want anything in the world. And it's there in verse 17. We're coming back to it every Sunday. So if you wonder, are we going to leave the gospel behind and only talk about the problem for several months? The answer is no. Because the only reason Paul talks about the problem is to make you love the gospel. And if you try to do an end run around this section and jump from 17 to 321, you won't love the gospel. That's being taught all over the world today in the name of Christianity. Let's just jump over this sin stuff. Let's just jump over this wrath stuff. This is not encouraging. It is not going to make people want to come back to my church on Sunday morning. I don't believe that, by the way. Visitors, whoever you are. Frankly, I think you'd like an interpretation of uh, death and suffering and moral degeneracy in our society. I think the world is kind of interested in where that come from. And is there any hope to overcome it? So I'm not worried about talking about sin and chasing anybody away. People leave for all kinds of reasons. And people come for the most strange reasons you can ever imagine. God brings you here this morning for this message. You're here for this message. And uh, pray that you'll be listening. Because or for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. The first thing I want you to see in that verse is the two uses of the word unrighteousness. Twice, twice, wrath is coming against our unrighteousness. And we are holding down or suppressing or hindering the truth in unrighteousness surely Paul in writing those two words unrighteousness means for us to connect them with the word righteousness in verse 17 and hear that the reason we need a righteousness from God is because we are unrighteous that's what he wants us to hear in these words so don't miss that connection In other words, you can see right off the bat that the bad news of verse 18 is meant to highlight the good news of verse 17. And if you don't get your condition as unrighteous, you won't love the awesome reckoning of verse 17. So don't run from these things. Don't run from the diagnosis.
0: Amen. Do not run away from texts like Romans 1.18 to 3.20. Slow down. Go through them. Deliberately. That clip was taken from John Piper's sermon on Romans 118 preached on August 30th, 1998. To find this sermon or the entire epic 225 part sermon series, you can Google it. Just type in Romans, the greatest letter ever written. Over the years, we've heard from many APJ listeners who have plowed through this entire series. Jonathan Stith wrote in to say this, Pastor John, your series in Romans was used supernaturally by the Holy Spirit and is the reason I am walking with the Lord today. Incredible. David Artrip wrote in, Pastor John, your sermon series through Romans changed my life by opening my eyes to the deep truths of the gospel and God's sovereignty and goodness. Wow. The entire Roman series has been listened to by Jason Fest, Karen Featherston, Leonardo Diaz, Stephen Tate, Jesse Polland, Michael Fergus, Tony Goodwillow, Brent Stong, Annie Johnson, Scott Hewson, Dylan Rumbaugh, Hunter Manning, Mark Maybelline, and David Johnson. And those are just a few of the APJ listeners who have emailed us to tell us about the experience. That's amazing. Thank you for sending your stories to us. Well, it seems like every week we get emailed this question. How do I find a good local church? Well, next time we're going to finally address the question. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. We'll see you back here on Friday.